goes off, and the buzz comes on. Kick off your mornings with the breakfast buzz with Spazano and Sandy on 98.9 The Buzz. Good morning, 989 The Buzz, Pisano and Sandy. Hello, Tuesday. How you doing this morning? It's a uh, warm start. We're like at 54, 56 degrees already. Uh, but fear not, temps will drop to the 40s today. Full forecast second. First of all, hello, Sandy Waters. Good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Okay, hanging in there. I um, it's it's election day today. Don't forget to get out and vote. Yes. And yes, uh, yes, yes. you are. Uh, can you bring yourself up a little bit hotter over on your end? Okay. How's that? It's as hot as I can get, baby. Yours, you, that's that sweater you're wearing, making you hot. I was so cold this morning, and you just said it's going to be not that bad today. But I don't know. It's like no, it's going to drop to the forties by the end of the, by later today. Oh, so okay, you're perfect. See? You're you're yeah. perfect. Yeah, you, you I got layered the, up. You got the right thing going. Got um, the sweaters. I got to buy more sweaters. Windy skies too. Temps drop fifties to forties. Uh, a couple isolated showers, but mainly dry. Tomorrow's the day where it drops to thirty nine for the high. An afternoon rain, wintry mix. Yeah, November weather is here. Well. So there's that. Anyway, so it's coming up on uh, six o'clock here at ninety nine to Buzz. Busy on the scene. I got my crappy coffee. Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe it costs twenty four dollars for two coffees, two bagels, and a croissant. It's like you moved here from outer space. Like now you're like, yeah. You've never bought coffee before? It's almost weird. I, you know what? It's so it's weird. Like, oh, my God. If you're just joining us. This guy's like, oh, my gosh. I did this thing. I went to Starbucks. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I've been uh, uh, intentionally <laughs> not going okay. ever since it started. And I finally had to. That's what we're okay. talking about a few minutes. You're the late adopter. Like, yeah. so Not that late. I'm going. I mean, I don't really. I. <laughs> It's just, it is one of those things where at your age, you should have experienced what? Yes, And that is it for you. Right. I should have. What's yours? Whitewater rafting. uh, (laughs) It's probably traveling alone. I should have experienced that uh, by my age. That's why I was pushing my daughter just to go travel. Just travel. She's 19. When she was 18, I'm like, go by yourself. Because if you get stuck and not travel by yourself mm-hmm. when you're younger, then you'll never do it. Now I'm too old. <laughs> now I'm like, no, never mind. Uh, I sh- I, I've never flown a plane you, by myself. I thought, but you used to go to Italy all the time. You, you never went There's, by, oh, there's nope, always somebody yep. with you. Uh, always somebody with me, whether my sister, uh, uh, my mom, my dad, whatever. Husband, never, ever once. Fl- it's embarrassing. That's Just like your Starbucks thing. I tell you, that is embarrassing. It's almost a badge of honor, though, like, in is a it? way. Yeah, yeah. Well. Think of all the money that I've saved by not going to that, is that one, that one but thing. That, yeah. Hmm? Your badge has been stripped because you went. Yep. All right. Coming up on the show today, uh, spring 2024, making a big Rochester comeback. And usually, <laughs> Facebook attracts the negative. Right. Not this time. I cannot find one person to say a negative thing about this. Yeah? Historical thing in Rochester is making a comeback in 2024. We'll talk about that. Plus, uh, Scott's brother, Johnny. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Let me just say, my nieces get married this week. And uh, my brother uh, popped the question (laughs) to me. I'll tell you what it is. Oh, Dad. (laughs) I thought he was like Mr. Moneybags. Going frugal on this part of the wedding is a little bit, ooh. <laughs> Even I would spend money on this. 
at really? a wedding. His idea. Okay. All right. <laughs> we'll get to that, too, this morning. We'll make it uh, jerker justified. Hey, Tuesday, how you doing? 99 to Buzz, Spazano and Sandy. Scott Spazano, Sandy Waters, 606, 607 now. As they start at 54 degrees. Now, a few minutes ago, you're like, spring 2024. I'm like, are, are you premature for that? I know. Well, there's a, there's a big Rochester thing happening. Oh. And, and the set date is spring 2024. Okay. What is it? But we'll talk about that later on in the show. Okay, sounds good. Uh, also, Joe Gatto is coming up from... Uh, um, I keep forgetting that, that name. Uh, Impractical, Impractical Jokers. Jokers. <laughs> I'm like, impossible joke. Impractical Jokers. But he's Jokers. not on the show anymore. No. So now he's doing his own thing, his solo thing. And he's been to Rochester so many times before, and he says he loves it. Yeah. Let's say, what does he love about Rochester? We'll get him on the sour here on the buzz, and we got tickets to Christmas in the country at the Dome this weekend. Who would eat a blowfish are coming? And uh, Leonard Skinner tickets, too, all here on the show this morning. All right, how are, uh, you know, poll, uh, polls are open, by the way. Yes. Six o'clock. They just opened. Seven yes. minutes. Yeah, seven minutes it's day. been open. Yeah. Uh, so go out and vote. Use your poll. But how are your leaves looking? <sighs> to totally change the subject. Yeah, well, it leaves are, you know, today it's going to be windy, so uh, maybe, you know, tomorrow. Well, tomorrow's going to be crappier, but yeah, let the leaves come Here's down today. The thing. How do you do, like, I feel terrible because my husband is so behind schedule he doesn't seem stressed at all i'm stressed and panicked for him because my car is still parked in the driveway and usually by this time mm-hmm. it's parked in the garage nice and cozy mm. but he has yet to turn the garageio italian garageio into a an actual garage mm-hmm. because he's like i gotta fight the leaves we put the screen on the front of the garage uh-huh. and it gets him so angry when leaves Enter into the garage. Oh, I don't know why. It's do like, not cross the threshold. Yeah, he gets real. Like it's almost like, <laughs> why are you so angry about this? I, I have one of those, uh, you know, battery powered blowers. Just a yeah. little one. Just I, I have it in the garage twice a day. Oh, yeah. yeah he he yeah. Get, he's like it's me against them, <laughs> and I'm going to win. I can't take down the screen doors until the leaves all drop. I'm like, well, I want to park my car in the garage. Jeez. But there's no time. Like, if you go to work early, come home late, when do you have time to, like, mow and do the leaves? Uh, by the way, sunset is at 4.55 today. Right. Okay. <laughs> I know. How do you have time? We haven't even done the last mow, I don't think. Uh, no, I don't it's know. not time for last mow yet. I don't know when that happens, but he's not, at, like, I don't know. Uh you hire a kid to do it for you? Did it, like now? Do I have to step up? Because I was just going to say home? you're home all day. You could probably do it. Probably get it's out there. Only, only you only got the weekends, and if the weekend weather doesn't cooperate, or you, you're busy mm. running the kids around, when the heck do you? Have I know, to man. You guys so, live with an area with hardly any trees, too. I mean, geez, I can imagine. It took me three hour, almost three hours yesterday, and then Sunday, two hours. Yeah, you see, you're yeah. lucky. You're almost bragging. You almost shouldn't say because there's so many people who don't. Have no, that I'm luxury. blessed to have early hours, so I get home. Well, can early. you do everyone else's leaves? No. Do you feel compelled to help your neighbors out because you are home and they they, are? they they manage. You know, it seems like everybody gets out there when they can, and it's it's pretty easy. The guy next to me, I wouldn't touch his yard because his it's perfect. Help him out, and he's retired. And then okay, the, the retired guy is fine. And the guy on the other side is really meticulous, and he does he does it more than I do, and I'm home more more than he is. I think he would appreciate you helping him out. Does he work mm-hmm. long hours? Well, I think he would. I think the neighbor would appreciate you helping him out. Mm-mm. 
I, th- I, I think in this case, it's beggars can't be choosers, right? I'm if clumsy, you- and I, I'd, I'd ruin something. I would, like, a stone would hit their house and break a window or something like that by if I mowed or something like that. Oh, you know? that's an excuse. I broke my agrifab twice yesterday. I didn't realize how dangerous that thing is. <laughs> yeah, it took down a swing set. We saw the video. I know. I took the swing set out with that. Boy, we I steered clear of that. This week. I steered clear of that the last couple of days. <laughs> yeah, I know I'm blessed. I'm a bit blessed. But like if your husband if you're so worried about your husband, you have the same hours that I have, so you can get out there. You can get out no, there. No, I'm not getting out there. Why not? Why not? He's not you got my pr- role. Oh, it's not my role. Not my the job. Minute- the minute I get out there, right, and mm-hmm. start helping with the, the leaves and stuff and the mowing, then it's going to be my job. Oh, I see. So yeah. it's like uh, you don't we, share laundry. It's one person's responsibility. We, I do help out more now that, like, I mean, this was years ago. We redid the laundry room, so mm-hmm. now it's not as frustrating oh, it's to now, be yeah, in. Right. <laughs> yeah, so now I don't mind being in there. I'll fold some laundry. I kind of like it in there. It's kind of peaceful. But... <laughs> Anything else, like we have our defined roles after X number of years of marriage, you have defined roles. And once you start doing the other person's role, you don't know what happens. Do you know what would happen if my wife cooked dinner one night? I'd be like, oh my God, thank you so much. I love you. And then you would make her cook dinner more often. Like, see, you can do it. Nah, you can take take the garage down. That's once no. a year. Come on. I'm not doing that. Take that out. Take that no. down. Put that stuff away. If you want to park your car in there, you better... It's, you want no, to your car park? I want to park my car there. I nag my husband. Oh, you my can't God. do it. So bad. So bad. <laughs> That's how every relationship is. You have your job <laughs> and you stick to it. It's Pizzano and Sandy on the buzz. Got right? some traffic. Got some news coming up. We got some uh, tunes with no commercials. Yeah, and uh, okay, so we have Christmas in the country tickets that we want to give you. If you want to join in on this next conversation, it's. Uh, I don't know if I agree or I'm going to be the odd man out. I know it. I know it. There's something that's happening with more and more college campuses. Mm -hmm. They're allowing, they're giving permission to one particular thing Mm -hmm. that I am sure all of you are going to be like, yeah, that's so good. I think I might be the only one who's against this. Against this. Okay. Yeah. Because it's just a freaking way to make more money. Do you Uh. need any more from us? (laughs) Okay. I figured it'd be. Financial it's something. Okay. Buzz. Best song ever. It's 99 to Buzz. Pizan and Sandy. We play the best songs ever. Always. All the time. Everything. All the time. All, all the time. Anyways. Good morning. Pizan and Sandy here. Can you enjoy watching a sports game, let's say football, mm-hmm. without beer? Can you? Uh, Is it as fun? Would you go to the game? It's more fun with vodka, but yeah, alcohol. Yeah, sure. It's fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, A new poll by the Associated Press shows that more and more college stadiums have started offering some level of alcohol service during games. Hmm. 80% now publicly sell alcohol during game days. And these are the big universities, the big college, whatever. We got like 100,000 people showing up, 80,000 people. Yeah. So, what do you think about that? I think it's fine. I'd, I'd be bummed if I went to a big, huge Penn State game without being able to have well, a Well, there was a time where there, it was, like, 2010s is when schools started to say, hey, let's try this out. Let's yeah. start slowly, you know, selling alcohol in the stadium. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's, it's a fairly new thing, and more and more colleges are jumping 
on the bandwagon. And right. Penn State, you cited Penn State for mm-hmm. the longest time they didn't. And I think it was just, somebody tell me, last year, did they just start? Really? I mean, they were like one of the last of the Big Ten. Really? To say, yeah, let's try this out too. Hmm. I mean, so you are like, absolutely, but why? Listen, man, it's just it's part of the culture. It's, it's, that's, it's a thing, you know? Loosens you up, gets you yelling, screaming, having a good time. You know, as long as you don't overdo it. I mean, Chris, they, they, they sold okay, beer, they sold beer, they sold beer and wine at Blippy. I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> Paw Patrol, you know? So why not? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Wait a minute. Do they really? Oh, yeah. Like, we went to see Blippy oh, at God, Kodak yeah. Center, and my wife's like, can you go get me a wine? I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. And I got a hard cider, and it was great. That's right. I forgot because it was a gajillion dollars, you said. <laughs> That's uh, okay. Yeah, but see, now those are parents with little kids. They're going to. They know how to. They they know how to manage their consumption. We're talking college football games. Mm-hmm. There's there's students and there's a lot of adults, and that's where uh, the yeah, yeah. But mostly, I mean, it's students. Yes, of course, a lot of alma mater, a lot yeah. of yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I feel like I almost. I almost appreciate when my niece, because my niece goes to Penn State. Oh, okay. And when they, you know, they would talk about going to the games all the time. They've always gone to the games. My brother-in-law went to Penn State. He always goes to the games, like, diehard. That, oh. they, they are the diehard, loyal Penn State family. Okay, yeah. And they would talk about how, no, no drinking, no drinking. This was years ago, obviously. And I kind of, like, was like, wow, that's kind of weird. But I appreciate that. I like that. Because they're setting, like, the standard, listen, kids because this is for the college we can have pride in our college and our team you don't have to add in the alcohol you're not enjoy. you're not much of a drinker and you're very attuned to people making money and i know this is one oh, of huge oh, if not, revenue if, stream if not both of those i'm sure are a huge thing to you right millions oh millions sure. of dollars and this is why other colleges are jumping on the bandwagon because yeah. they're like wait how much money did you they're talking to each other you know with the, the college conferences or whatever they got mm-hmm. like how much money you made how many millions <laughs> yeah let's do that too uh some okay I don't know. I don't know. 818-2899. If you want to join in on the conversation, Christmas in the country tickets we'll give you. Yeah, it's a four-pack. Uh, first, first call in. Yeah, come we'll on in. That. I am curious to see the statistics, though. What do you mean? Like, you were so quick to say, yes, absolutely, why not? Mm-hmm. Have you ever enjoyed a game without alcohol? Um, no, I don't think so. Have you? You haven't? Okay, no. I'm curious the the statistics behind it. Like, does the number of kids drinking go up or down now that they say, yeah, you can drink in the stadium? Because I know tailgating exists. I'm not stupid. I know that they. So, do they drink less because now they know they can drink in the stadium? Uh, (laughs) But then I think, oh my gosh, how much are those beers in the stadium or how much is that alcohol? I don't know. It's so much money. So what if my kid goes to Penn State and is like, hey, listen, Ma, I'm going to the game. Can you put some money in my Venmo so I can buy beer at the stadium? I'm like, do you give your kid money to play money? Because they probably are going to spend a lot of money that they don't have. And the freaking stadium priced beer. Hey, one eight two eight nine nine. I believe it's it's it, it's nice to have that choice. Okay. Can you see yourself giving your kid a football game allowance? Sure. 
to afford the stadium Absolutely. Beer. You do? I could, oh, yeah. No, see, that's I would. not me. Yeah. And what if your kid's a freshman, goes to the game and drinks? He's going to drink just... anyway. It's college. And and uh, well, he won't be able to buy them uh, if he's underage. So they'll end up figuring oh, they'll out... they'll get them. Some... Yeah, they'll figure they'll out somehow them. a way to get it. But probably not in monitor... the stadium. How do they monitor the two-drink limit? I don't understand. Is there, they, is there a two-drink limit at, at Penn I, I State? I saw that in the article. I don't know if it's Penn State. I don't know if it's all the colleges or just one of the colleges. If your kids go to college and go to school, is this, I mean, this is your world. Are you, what, what side of this are you on? Hi, the Buzz. Good morning. Good morning. What do you think about selling beer at college, uh, college games? You know, they're selling it at movie theaters and everywhere else now. I think it's okay. This I think it's okay. I do. Targeted towards kids, though, who now have this newfound freedom and don't know their limitations. Mm. I think I don't know why it, it's so hard for me to say yes to this. I don't know. I'm it is one. tough. It is tough being a father. I get it, and my kids are almost of the age. Mm-hmm. But what are you going to do if they're not going to get it at the college game? They're just going to get it somewhere else. They're going to get in the parking lot, anyways. Well, they're in the parking lot. They're going to get hammered in the parking lot. Go to the game. It's even going to be worse because they're going to try to consume so much alcohol. Uh, yeah, before they, they get in. Up and pound it in. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, so now if your kid says, "Hey, Dad, uh, I ran out of money. Can you put you and Mom put money in my Venmo account because I got to go to the college football game." And you know, I said, my kids so every other day. I wouldn't even think anything of it. <laughs> 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 if you didn't, they'll just lie and say it's for a pizza or something anyway. Yeah, they're never going to tell you that. They're never going to tell you that. Honestly, yeah. I honestly don't even think I would give my kid an allowance when they're at college. My parents never paid when I was at college. They yeah, didn't give me money. Yeah. I had to work for it. Times haven't Ooh. changed at all, Sandra. Anybody still no. give their kid an allowance when they're away at college? He does. Uh-uh. These kids don't work nowadays ever since that COVID. That's all these kids want is their hands out and money. Yeah. If you're enabling your kids. Come on, Dad, go old school. I'm- yeah, I know. I know. It's tough. It's tough. It is it's hard tough. to say no when you've been saying yes their whole <laughs> oh, life. Now, all of a sudden, you say no, and you're the bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Oh, Wait a minute. Right. I would like you to do Here's us a money, favor. Leave me alone. <laughs> I would like you to do us a favor, and I would like you to say, I am like Scott Spazano. I am also a pushover parent. Yeah. I am a semi Scott Spazano <laughs> okay. follower. Oh, and you. I'm a half of a pushover parent. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm a half wit, so I think we're going to be Sandy, half Sandy, half Scott. That's yeah. where I'm coming in at, right there. Well, just for that, I got a four-pack of one-day admission tickets to Christmas in the Country, the perfect holiday shopping experience. Artisan Market at the uh, Dome uh, starts Friday through Sunday, courtesy of Premier Promotions. You can go to Premier, uh, WNYPremierPromotions.com to learn more. Thanks for your input, man. Yeah, thanks, you. guys. I appreciate it. All right, stand by. Hold on. I got to get your info. Uh, from Impractical Jokers, now solo comedian, Joe Gatto on the way in... Don't just listen at home or in the car. We sound great at work, too. The Breakfast Buzz with Spazano and Sandy on 98.9 The Buzz. It's 98.9 The Buzz, Spazano and Sandy. Joe, we really are professional. We promise you we are. And it's been nothing but professional from the get-go. This is take 17. We got it, guys. We're doing it. We're doing the thing. Scotty and I have been together for like decades, and we can't even freaking get on a, a call with you. We're so humiliated. <laughs> you know, Mr. Joe Gatto, we appreciate fine. you taking time. You got it. Thank you so much for having me. I, cool. I, it's nothing better than I love a few technical difficulties with friends. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And you know I'm what, so Scotty and I were talking about it this morning when we came in and we're like, oh my God, we're talking to Joe Gatto today. We're so excited. We feel so close to him because he pronounces his name like a true Rochesterian would. 
Gatto. That's how Gatto. we talk here. Yeah. Well, hey, that's right. That's how yeah. Yeah. See, because yeah. we're from Rochester. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. how we talk. So mm-hmm. yeah, we go to the bank. <laughs> well, are you excited to come to town? Love Rochester, man. Always such great times up there. I mean, when I first started touring mm-hmm. with the boys, we're talking decades ago, like yeah. a decade ago. We yeah. were one of our first real, like crazy fun, like experiences was up in Rochester where we had some great shows um, and we had some a lot of fun. And uh, it's always come, the town always comes out. I've been through there a bunch. I haven't done it solo yet, really. So it's going to be fun to, to come there. And uh, Well, if, if, the- if there's any indicator like... um. When you guys would come to town, I would have more people ask me to try to get tickets for this than any other like rock show, which is said something. Oh my god! I'm the rock and I'm the rock star of comedy. That's what they call me, the rock and roller of comedy. Look how hard edge I am. Too bad Scotty thought everybody was, you know, showing him love for him, and it wasn't. It was just to get to you. They just used it to make. What you said that you love Rochester, you loved coming here. We gave you a warm welcome. But is there anything yeah. specific about Rochester that you're like, oh, I can't wait for what? Uh, it's the honestly the personality of the people. It's really fun. Like you do, you, do have a, you do have a fun girl. No, it's definitely not the weather. But that's okay. I'm from New York, you know, so I get it. You but like, it. it's like not the, it's not that, you know, it really is a certain type of like, I feel like it's a, if it makes sense to be, it's like a comedy crowd, which isn't a slam at other crowds, but it's like a crowd that likes to come out and laugh. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So like, yeah. that's, that always makes yeah. it a better show. You can't yeah. tell from the get go, like being on stage or somebody's into it and like, you're going to have a good time. And it's just always, always feels that way up in, in Rochester. So you're a <laughs> Rochester, yeah. Rochester, dude. So it's your, uh, you're a big dog lover, huh? Yeah, got plenty of them. Yeah, Tell I us about we have our, uh, you get a little effort yeah, going got, on, right? Yeah, we got Gatto Pups and Friends, which yeah. is our uh, nonprofit out here on Long Island. And we have a bunch of uh, dogs that we've been, you know, we're a senior and unwanted dog rescue. We had a bunch of dogs. <laughs> Bessie and I just started by collecting all these dogs that needed a home. And eventually I was like, we could probably do better. <laughs> so <laughs> let's see how we could really help. And we've actually adopted out. We, this weekend will be our 55th dog. That's funny. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. My so, gosh, that's uh, awesome. In less than a year, so it's in about a year. So it's been uh it's been really great to be part of it. The community here is great to be part of. Out on Glenhead, uh, yeah. Long Island, we actually opened up our uh, adoption center, so we have like a space that people come and see you, the dogs. And okay, I was going to say they're not like all in your like back pantry. No, no, we have we keep them at the house. Actually, this you this do? adoption center is where they meet them. Yeah, we have a uh, we have the sanctuary here at the home, but they're all oh. like old, decrepit little ones. So like, you know, they just do nothing but just like sleep on their beds, you know, for the most part. <laughs> yeah, they don't, you know, run, do you, they don't run off or anything. Do you almost, as a comedian, you know, you tell jokes for a living? Do you almost need this to show that you are a sensitive guy who has a heart <laughs> and cares? <laughs> uh, I'm not that. You know, my persona. It, it's funny because. My career has led me in a way that people get me because they've watched me on TV for a decade mm-hmm. yeah. in a yeah. show that we were just being ourselves, right? They're not coming to see, you know, like a a cast member yeah, you know, of right. a show like with a character's name. And they're like, what is this comedy? Like, like if you laugh at me on television, you're going to laugh at me at the show because it's more of just, just me, you know? So that has always been a really interesting dynamic i've always had with my fans it was like it's a comfort level like right away and you mm-hmm. get it like at the meet and greets like i do the meet and greets after the show and whatnot and people come in and they'll be everything from like uh you're not as fat as you look on tv or to, or to <laughs> like, uh, i you know like oh i have cancer and i'm like oh okay like yeah, they're like, just so comfortable you know like people just feel like they know you and and gets you know yeah. you and just, it's true i mean like you, one of my favorite parts sees- what you get right what you see is what you get but and, that's and awesome it's a familiar, that's, yeah familiarity I think that's uh, very endearing for you. For how big you are, too. You could have such a big ego. 
but you yeah. still you still take yeah. care of the little people and meet us. <laughs> I try to. I, love I tried. It. Well, well, for a price. But I exactly. think the, the exactly. I think the thing is no, even like even when I'm out about on town, like one of my favorite things actually that I love about touring is that when I get to towns early, I grab a cup of coffee, I walk around, grab yeah. a local pastry shop, mom and mom and pop it a little bit, do some of the stores and stuff. I love getting a feel for the town, which this schedule allows me to do. Like I get in there and you know, I'm, I'm in control of it a little bit more. So that's always a really cool part of it as well, is just when you get there and people are like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, oh, I have a show. It's really fun to be there. How, how localized do you do when you do shows? I went to, a, okay, so I don't know how old your kids are, but I've got a four-year-old and we watch Blippi. Blippi yeah. comes to town. Oh, yeah. And they try to they try to weave in like local landmarks, but they slaughtered the name. Like we have this place called Seneca Park. They go... Oh boy, I was just out at Seneca. Seneca Park. And everyone's oh, like, oh, oh, classic Blippy. Well, <laughs> you you must travel so much. You probably forget sometimes. Where the hell am I? I'm going to be honest with you. I say the state. I don't say the city anymore. I yeah. come okay. out. I'm like, Ohio, how are you? Like, I don't <laughs> even get into it because I've done it a couple of times when you travel so much. Uh, but it's not. And that's not a slight at the town. Like, people have to realize, like, you're just a human yeah. who woke up in one city, drove four hours, and now in another one. Yeah. <laughs> you only have so much in here. Yeah. November 30th is your show mm-hmm. uh, yes. at the Kodak Theater, which I don't know if you've ever performed there, but it's beautiful. It, it's so such excited. a pretty theater. Um, yeah. So you're going to be to town, into town for that. We have tickets to give away, too in just a minute here um but are you bringing the family and, and i don't want to i don't want to bring it up because i'm sure so many people bring it up the minute you google your name you know what pops up all about your relationship we're not going to yes. bring we're not going to go there <laughs> we're just happy you. for you but is the that, family that's, that's fine i'm happy too i'm happy too yeah is it's, the, it's a good fam- thing is the family tagging along or are your kids going to go on stage and uh you linger on it's stage a- like that one show i saw you posted <sighs> So funny. My son, I love when I'm local because my kids can come with me. There's a good mm. chance that they will to this one. I'm not hundred percent sure yet. I gotta figure out what their soccer games and ske- basketballs uh, yeah. and schedules are. But yeah. we might yeah. be right. My kids are eight and six. So mm-hmm. my daughter is very athletic and into things. My son is like me, a little nerd. He loves chess, math, like <laughs> oh. <laughs> that's it. That's all he does. But my uh my my um kids love and he she is like a rock star, my daughter. She loves being in the spotlight. My son's a little bit more of a wallflower. So we did a show here local in Huntington at the Paramount Theater, which I love here, my local, you know, home theater. And we I did my show and after I'm like, You guys want to come out? They said, Yeah. And my son, my daughter and son come out and they do their wave. And my son is like holding his daughter's hand. And by the time after everybody went nuts, I leave the stage and I walk back and my son is still taking his victory <laughs> laps. I'm like, I had to call him off stage. I'm like, come on, buddy, we gotta go. If you haven't seen that video, go to Joe's Instagram. Because it's yeah, the, it's the cutest thing ever. Your daughter and son are so adorable. Go see Joe Gatto. He's going to be at the Kodak Center November 30th. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com. Is there anything else that you want to plug, promote, we can help spread the word about before we let you go? Um, yeah, my uh, my podcast, Two Cool Moms, that I do with oh. Steve Byrne. Yeah. Oh, so hysterical. I do, uh, I, I've been doing a podcast with Steve Byrne now, too, which has been a lot of fun called Two Cool Moms, because we both had in my stand up back. I talk about my mother a lot. She was a big influence in my life. Mm-hmm. Crazy Italian, five foot nothing Sicilian yeah. woman out of Staten Island. So she uh, she always gave great motherly advice. And I like to think that I've inherited that trait. So Steve and I both uh, have really strong moms and we feel like they were really cool. So oh, the first cool. half of the podcast, we talk about, you know, growing up, parenting, whatever, anything and everything in between. And then the second half, we take uh, fan submitted dilemmas from friend, uh, from fans like to see if 
they need help with anything and we solve them all the time. Oh, I love <laughs> that. Awesome. We have a hundred percent success rate. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, thanks for a couple minutes, man. I appreciate, appreciate it. you. Excellent. Uh, thank you. That was a lot of fun. You guys are the best. We got through it. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Okay. Bye guys. Yep. Oh, I love it. It's Eddie Nine to Buzz Fusiano and Sandy here. It's coming up on our seven o'clock hour. And coming up on the show today, we still got to get to uh, a jerker justified. And think about this. my Fill in the blank. My best childhood memories in Rochester were at where? <laughs> fill that in. Yeah. Best childhood memories in Rochester were at where? <laughs> my mind. My mind just went. What do you mean my mind? What, my childhood memories. How can oh. you turn that dirty? I did. Okay. What is wrong with you? It's just the way we guys think, I guess. Anyway, all right, so it's coming up. We'll be back in just a few on 99 of us. All right. Yeah, we'll entertain that, too. Yeah. Turn this up. Hey, now. Good morning. Welcome to the show. Scott Spazano, Sandy Waters. Hello, 7 o'clock hour, 707. So here we go. Rock and roll. Hoochie coo. Anyway, so what's up, Sandy? <laughs> like daydreaming. You you told me, hey, listen, we're going on, and I'm daydreaming over here. That's all right. That's okay. Okay. Here we go. What? Ready? Yeah, go. The date has been set. Yes. Spring of 2024. Something in Rochester is making a big comeback. Uh, and leaves. you know... Fa- <laughs> Flowers. <laughs> Facebook usually... Pulls out the worst of the worst. It attracts the negative. But everywhere you see people talking about this major comeback in Rochester, mm-hmm. I cannot find a negative comment about it, which is so freaking weird that the general <laughs> feel is that a lot of people are excited about this and about the person who is going to launch this new thing. It's crazy. So, Crescent Beach. It's coming back. Yay! Finally stalled out for like a decade. Oh, my God. So nope. many people tried to, uh, you know, Get revive it. Back, yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can I ask you a question? You know this whole Mandela effect thing where you think something's like it is and it never was? Yeah. What? Was it Was it the Crescent Beach Hotel? Yeah. It was. I don't ever remember being a hotel. Was there a hotel park? But wasn't that what it was called, Crescent Beach Hotel? Yeah. But was it ever a hotel? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and I like I, I, that, that is, and think about it. Like if you were to mm. fill in the blank, my best childhood memories in Rochester were at blank. Uh-huh. Mine would be Crescent Beach Hotel, and I don't know if there was a hotel part. But uh, I know is that weird? <laughs> Catherine Mott Formacola mm-hmm. is now going to take ownership of this building. Yeah. She is known for Monroe's Restaurant in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. She runs that. Mm-hmm. The Winter Garden. She mm-hmm. runs that. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, is the feedback about the revival of Crescent Beach because so many of us have beautiful memories there? Or is it because of Catherine herself that everybody is like... Because people are like saying congratulations. I've never ever... And I don't know if it has happened and I just forget, let me know. But I have never once seen a developer come in mm-hmm. and people respond with congratulations, X, Y, Z. Yeah, is that weird? We have faith in you. I've never seen it. Same here. And it's, you know, I, I don't know her. I mean, obviously her track record is, is outstanding because she's got two successful restaurants already. Catherine, are you listening? Call in. Anyone know Catherine? <laughs> is she your- that beautiful of a person that everybody is like cheering her on? Tell us your plans. What's going on here? 
Well, you know, I mean, it seems cut and dry. I mean, there's there's a great heritage place. It's a freaking landmark, practically. And, okay. and how could somebody not make that happen? Wait. It's it's been attempted. I know. How many times? There's been like three. Well, how many other people? There was the one dude in Syracuse who's like, "Yeah, I got this. Oh yeah, my track record is really good. Yeah, no. I'll turn the." At what happened? No. It didn't change. <laughs> and then I think there was wasn't there someone else too before that? I don't know. I'm I remember track. there were complaints about piles of debris mm. that had been bulldozed. That's an eyesore. That's the last I remember. The neighbors are complaining, and obviously nothing it, ever got done. It is heartbreaking, like really, truly heartbreaking because it was so beautiful and it was just let, it wasn't, you know, kept up to date. We went there once, right? You and I? Uh, we did do a lot with Santa, like we had a Santa breakfast with Santa too. That's what we did. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. It's such a great place. It absolutely was. Absolutely was. And okay, so here's the question. First of all, if you know Catherine, tell us about her like are we because it, it is kind of weird i wonder if it's just because she's a woman she's the first woman developer that's going to come in and say it does that have anything oh, to do I don't with know it about that maybe not to split genders but it's kind of weird that you claim that applauding her you can claim that do you want if you have a close beautiful memory of going to the crescent beach back in the day and this might be a west side question because mm. i don't know how many childhood memories you have scotty of the crescent beach right because I didn't do, grow up in Rochester. I just started working here when I was a teenager, you know, late teens. Do you want Crescent Beach to be what it was? Do you want her to stay true to the original look and feel? Or are you like, just totally change it up, modernize it, and make it work? Having not spent my childhood there, but uh, a lot of my adult years there on occasion from... Oh, wedding uh, receptions to, I think I DJed there a bunch of times. Mm. And I would I would love to see it back to where it was again, instead of doing something new with it. I mean, freshening up, yeah, but... You gotta freshen this, up yeah. the inside. Like yeah. the, the inside of it turned into like, oh my God, did I just step into the ugly 70s? Yeah, no, it needs to be refreshed, but like, you gotta keep the, the all sign. that huge... Yeah, the sign and the yeah. huge picture windows all looking at the lake. That's the tacky stay. fountain needs to stay. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Tacky fountain. That needs to, but it needs to work. And it needs to have that crazy tacky light show in the, in the wintertime, too. Remember, right? It wasn't that, that big attraction in the winter. It was all lit up. Light show? Was there yeah, a light Christmas show? lights, you know. I mean, like, not oh, a light show. Yes. I mean, yes. I'm not talking <laughs> lasers. Like, wait, did I, did I miss something? Not lasers, but the holiday lights that they would put up, and they would, it would illuminate the whole place. Do you remember that? Yeah. Oh gosh. Yeah. Oh, okay. Like you're, you're, fountain, you're right. Yeah. Well, when you said light show, I was like, okay, do I lie to him and say, yeah, I remember the light show, or do I be honest and say there was no light show? But I see what you're saying. Yeah. Hanging yeah. Up lights. Oh yeah, the Christmas light stuff. Somebody because that place has so much history. Somebody listening has to have worked there back in the day. Are there any hidden secrets of the Crescent Beach? Ooh, was it haunted? What are they? Oh, gosh, I've never heard that it was haunted. Mm. But I'm sure, like, there's there's something. Every building in Rochester that has history has some gossip attached to it, whether it's true or not. Like, rumored gossip. <laughs> or what when, you know, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Give us a call if you got it's it. It could be something. You got any dirt? 818-2899. It's kind of like your old house, like the house that I grew up in. If you take if you take down the walls in the family room, because that was an added room that my dad put on, mm-hmm. you'll see like 
you know, our we we put our handprints on it with paint and we wrote little notes. Oh yeah. If you take down the drywall, yeah. Oh. I mean, like that's like a little hidden secret in my old house on Stony Creek Drive in in Greece. Yeah, my kids did that when we painted the basement. When we, when we fish, uh, you know, like fixed the basement up. Oh no, actually no, it was. Um, there's a, a place, uh, Spencerport, uh, just off Union Street there in, the, in that plaza. A friend of mine opened up that place called Tootie's, and we helped, you know, like... Did you put, did you like, put stuff in the well, walls I brought, I, brought, I brought the boys, and they were painting the walls, and uh, JC let my, my kids, you know, oh do the God, roller, that's... and they, they wrote their name on the wall with the paint and then painted over it, you know. That's oh, cool. I'm thinking permanent yeah. something like behind the walls wrote a little note or something. Yeah, no. There's got to be something like that. And you got it, it when you're reconstructing this place. And we're talking about Crescent Beach. If you're just joining us, mm-hmm. um, Catherine Mott Formicola has taken ownership, and uh, she's going to make it great. And everybody is like applauding her efforts. But Catherine, if you mm-hmm. notice anything. Mm-hmm. I think you should auction it off. I would love a piece of Crescent Beach. <laughs> some ta- some that tacky secret. carpeting. <laughs> oh, yes. Yeah. We'll make it, you know, we'll, we'll put a hammer on the outside of a little square of it and you can use like a mouse pad. <laughs> the wallpaper. Come on. Hey, good morning. The buzz. You got, uh, got some no. dirt? Got some dirt? I actually don't have dirt, but I'm an east sider mm-hmm. and my mom was and she sang there all the time uh, <gasps> for the holidays and. Her band was there frequently and did the the whole 80s, 70s, 80s genre back in the day. Oh, my God. That's cool. What's your mom's name? What was the band's name? Yeah, it was the band. I want to say Big Daddy, which they're Mm -hmm. still kind of around. Really? That is so cool. And that was my mom. Oh, my God. How cute. Yeah. it, so this kind of, does this mean a lot to you too? Like when it opens up in spring of twenty twenty four, will you go to it just because you know your mom has history? Absolutely, there? absolutely. I would love to get my mom up from Florida to go there. Yeah, it'd, it'd be, be cool. great to see her sing again. Oh, that'd be oh cool. my god, that would be so incredible! First booking, Big Daddy revival. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> How old is mom guys, now? How old is mom uh, now? She's she's. 77, going to be 78. Aww. Oh, yeah. Oh, Bring her I up. I love it. Bring her I up. I love it. Great story. Thank you. Yeah, we, I used to go there when I was a high schooler. She w- I would ride with her, her and my friends. We'd go watch my mom sing, and then she'd bring us all home. Oh, oh my, my God. God. You were probably, like, the coolest girl in school. Like, we're going to go see my mom perform <laughs> yeah. at Crescent Beach. Actually, no. <laughs> I was the big town girl in school. <laughs> mom was a rock star. That's all good. My <laughs> mom's awesome. <laughs> Thanks for the call. Appreciate Bye, it. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Good morning, the buzz. Hello. Good morning, Scott and Katie. Hey, what's up? Hello. Hey, I'd love to see the Crescent Beach open back up. Yeah, that'd be, be awesome. Yeah. It's so wild when you see the news story and you, like, now pay attention when you read through the comments of social media. Every single person, most, like, everybody is, like, excited. I have never once seen that. Yeah. No. So much positive energy yeah, there's around There's no, no shade yeah. thrown at this at right. all. Yeah. Which is so unique for Facebook. Wow. It'd be beautiful to see back that now going way back in the day and unfortunately Rochester back in the day decided to get rid of his trolley system. Yep. There used to be a trolley that ran along the lakefront that went by the Crescent Beach Hotel and stopped at the turnaround was the Manitou Beach Hotel. Oh, oh my, my god. god. Wait a minute. Okay. Now you're going way before my time. Yeah, Ray, come you're on. Really man. old school. <laughs> <laughs> That, that, unfortunately, that, that would be nice in itself because you could get nice scenic rides and everything, but unfortunately, they decided to get rid of it. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the opening to Atlantic State going out to the lake, 
is where the old pilings are that the trolley used to cross right there. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And guess what? Right here down in uh, where we are in the High Falls, the building across from us is the trolley barn. The old trolley barn. Yeah, yeah they used to be uh, Jillian's. Remember that joint? Oh, my God. Yeah. Look at these two well, social yeah. studies Come teachers, on, just history teachers, just uh, teaching class. That's today. right. Thanks for the call, Ray. Got to go. <laughs> Hello, the boss. Good morning. Good morning. I have fond memories of Crescent Beach. All right, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me let me channel my psychic here. Uh, yeah. Wedding reception. No. Oh, wait, 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 wait. This is as good as Bill's trivia. Hold on. Um, <laughs> that was like the worst. of Out of all the events to pick, she has fond memories, and you say wedding reception? That's a fond memory. It's okay. going to be her graduation. Graduation? No. Ah, oh, God. Wait, 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 let, me, let, me, let me get this. Uh, God, we're both terrible at this. It was your prom. Uh-oh. It was your prom? It was not my prom. Oh, my God. Mm. Wow. The first time you had a kiss with a boy, you kissed a boy. No. Uh, All right, well, first it, was more, it was more family than that. Uh. Going there every year with my parents, um... My husband and I and our young daughter, who's like Sandy's age, mm-hmm. um, at Christmas time with oh. her, I can still picture it, with oh. her dress, uh, her dress winter coat. Uh, Sandy, you probably had a dress coat for church. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> going there at Christmas time and watching the train go around the track yes. up top and having dinner and walking outside. With the uh, all the Christmas lights, yeah, oh, that's right. It was beautiful. They got to bring that time. back. They got to bring the Christmas light that, stuff back, yeah, right? That was, yeah. a place, that was a place that was truly generational. Like you would yes, go as a kid, you would take your kids, you take your parents, you take your godparents. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It was like, yeah, that was the yeah. meetup for if we want to make sure that grandma and grandpa feel comfortable, and my parents and the little kids. That's where we would go. Yeah. That's right, Westside. Westside, right. yeah. Good luck getting in on Easter, <laughs> right? Wait, hang on. Is it the only time that Eastsiders would come to the Westside is for Crescent Beach? Was that the connecting, like, thing? Because Eastsiders don't come to the Westside, but they do oh, know Crescent Beach. Oh my gosh, where were you? Were were uniting Rochester single handedly? That's right. That's right. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for the call and so much. Thanks for letting us fail miserably in our guesses. <laughs> uh oh. Have a good one. Okay. You too. Love you too. Bye. Seriously, Scott. What? Catherine Mott for Macola uh-huh. is single handedly. Does she realize the severity of what she's doing here? She's. <laughs> we're coming together again. She's East siders are coming to the west side for this. <laughs> Why are you laughing? This is a big deal. <laughs> Good morning. It's uh, 8.05 on 98.9 of us. Fizzano and Sandy here. I'm Scott Fizzano. Here is Sandy Waters. Morning, uh, like 60 degrees right now. It's it's very deceptive. It's like, ah, oh, this is kind of nice. It's going to drop down to the 40s by later today. Windy skies and all that stuff. And tomorrow, it's going to stay at 39 degrees. Get a chance of a wintry, rainy, blech thing. That's a meteorological term. Yeah, pretty sure. Pretty sure. Pretty sure. Yeah. So Scott and I have been debating this all morning long. Uh, If we should even talk about this, because we do not. The last thing we want to do is disrespect a family. Mm -hmm. Um, But so many of you are reaching out to us and messaging us about this. The Clyde Savannah Golden Eagles football team and Clyde police 
State police and Wayne County Sheriff's Office are continuing to investigate what happened inside the locker room of Clyde Savannah High School before the varsity football team took the field for practice on Halloween. And they've uncovered Snapchat video. Yeah. Showing a handful of players holding down an underclassman and assaulting him. Which uh, yeah. I, I is have, it's devastatingly horrible. heartbreaking. I, I have some uh, back info that I can't, I'm not going to say on the air, but it, if you think it's bad, it's worse. It's, it's worse. This isn't a joke thing. Like, ha-ha kind of thing. And we decided, okay, let's talk it's, about it because so many of you are reaching out to us wanting us to talk about it, wanting mm-hmm. to talk about it. And I don't know, if you feel uh, like you want to join in on the conversation, you're always welcome, 818-2899. Mm-hmm. But we decided let's talk about it after 8 so the kids are in school. Mm-hmm. You you know what I saw one parent was saying, you know, like, you win as a team, you lose as a team, you do not commit crimes as a team. Their concern was, you got 26 members of this football team that are now going to fall under this umbrella of they're all bad guys. Not every every 26 of those players. I mean, there was, okay, the the kids who actually did the act, which... I question what is happening. What makes you disregard the severity of what you are doing? Is it something at home where torturing and pain doesn't mean anything? Like, what Mm. is going on in the mind of somebody who can do that to somebody else? That is just a question. You know what? Those kids need therapy and we need to dig deeper. I can answer that. What? I think it's it's a herd mentality and a group. It works itself into a frenzy and stuff happens. Somebody goes a little bit further. Somebody else goes a little bit further. But and what it saying, turns into like a frenzy. It's I bad. know, but there needs there is a re, there's something more to that because it was only a, a a handful of people who actually did the act, and then everybody else was either taking video, which is disturbing. Yeah, it's wild. Like I know. what is okay. And but there were some good kids to go tell yeah. the coach. Right. Those good kids are getting punished for the gut wrenching behavior well, of the other team. Yeah. I mean face. the perception is. Right? That's the perception. It's the you know, one bad apple spoils a whole bunch and that's so, kinda like the what's happening and, and this one parent, um, who did not want to be named is worried that the 26 members of the varsity football team are facing unjust backlash and right, retaliation ki- in right. school and yeah. in the public eye, too. Oh, sure. Right. You're a team. Right. Yeah. But again, not every kid participated in this right. disturbing behavior. Right. It's only but a few the, players. Yeah. So the effects of what happened will last a lifetime for the victim. Mm-hmm. Like they will never, ever recover from this. They are going to be 45 years old and something about their personality will be because of this incident. They will yeah. never fully recover. But the kids who will get punished, they need to be, do you feel like they need to have an, an, a, a severe enough punishment that will last a lifetime as well? I do. Um, knowing possibly what happened and i can't even i can't and i won't say it on the radio that it's 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 really horrible and nobody died but still horrible and it needs to be paid that price needs to be paid for life yeah okay so the victim when the victim is 50 years old 45 50 years old whatever older in life they're gonna still when when the victim is yes now Mm -hmm. the kids who did the act this is going to 
tag along with them for a, up to a certain a point yeah. because of their age. Mm-hmm. And then they get, they get to have full freedom. Mm-hmm. So I think we should say the names. I think this should be documented. So down the road, when they try to date someone, when they're 35, <laughs> they're... You want to ruin them back. Yeah, yeah. Whatever like, the I law- would like to know the history yeah. of the guys that I date when I'm in college. I want to go comb through them. Did I? Yes, we all do it, right? We do research when you're when you, you find out your kid is dating someone. What do you do? <laughs> you stalk them and their family on Facebook. Oh and God. this needs to <laughs> this needs to show up. It's funny because like whatever the law is has to happen, right? And that's the way they're doing it. They're doing very very they're being very careful at it, and they should be. Um. So you and unless you change the law, unless you change the law, nothing's going to happen. I don't know if they should protect the kids' names. I mean, the victim, yes, please take care of that. Oh yeah, individual as much as we can. Oh yeah, they need to be protected. Is it almost? I don't know. I my mind goes to, and I might be the only person that thinks this way, but I kind of feel like is it because we put so much focus and attention on the football team that they almost feel like superior, like. Invincible? Yeah, because the school, what do they, I mean, there's so many sports teams to a school, but mm-hmm. yet the football team gets really all the attention. Yeah, they're the stars. I call and is that what's creating this kind of behavior? Yeah. Line one, two, or seven. Oh, I don't know. Pick them all up. Oh, get this one. Hi, the boss. Good morning. This is Michelle again. No, oh. I got something else. Okay. How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Well, how are you? All right. I read a book in college. It's called 13 Fatal Errors. Oh. And it's about a business, and uh, it's a book about business people. Okay. Now, one bad apple will get the whole group to get their side to cut, to come if they're disgruntled. And it was a really, it's a, it's really a book. I still have it. Huh. And you, let's say you, you, you've got a passion of something that you don't like. Okay. And then you're going to tell Sandy. And then Sandy will tell somebody else mm-hmm. and then the group gets bigger and bigger and bigger mm-hmm. uh and i learned a lot from that and it sounds i this is the first time that i heard about what's going on but it sounds like one person got the rest of the group into involved in this mm-hmm. right wrong or indifferent and i fully agree that the people who participated need to be punished just the ones who they can figure out who who was the instigator of mm-hmm. the issue. Yeah. yeah. And I think There's it's video. a lifelong yeah. punishment. I don't care yes. how old yes. they are. Yes. I don't care, nope. oh, it was just nope. a mistake. Nope. You're stupid when you're young. No. I don't care. Mm-mm. Your nope. punishment needs to last you a lifetime, just like the poor victim right. has to deal with this for That's a lifetime. It. And not only that, the college will not. When they if they decide or they can go, this will be right front and center because the colleges look. Yeah. Okay. They call. Well, I'll tell you. This is it's called a fact checker. I don't know if you FECT checker. A fact so checker. Let's say yeah. you and I go apply for a job or high school or whatever. Right. They will look at your background, all the media um, stuff, uh-huh. and they will find all this. And let's say you're qualified. Right now, they will that you got a couple interviews, whatnot, what have you, and then the human resources people will look at your whatever mm-hmm. background, Facebook, whatever pages yeah. you have, yeah. they and they're not going to. If you make a 
you know, one of yourselves on those Facebook pages and, and love, well, I'm a little yeah. older that that's going to nick it. That's going to nick your, your possibilities. Oh, right? yeah. you're yeah. darn. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Michelle. Thank you for you're always welcome. calling into yeah. the show. You're so yeah. wonderful. Uh, because I always have something that has happened. I know. I, when Michelle, I at, I, I'm running out of time, yeah. but when you call back, you just say it's Michelle again. That's your name, okay? okay. Like Mulligan, sure, you're Michelligan, okay? Yeah, but where are you from? Okay. We gotta say the town. Yeah, where are you from, Michelle? I'm Brockport, Brockport, New York. Brockport, and gotcha. I, okay. Yes, and Michelligan from here. Brockport. Okay, Michelligan. Yeah, thank, thank you. you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Good morning, the buzz. Hi. Hi. Um, my, my name's Lisa. I'm from Canandaigua. Hi. I, my opinion on this is that this is not the first time something, maybe not this severe, but bullying like this has happened in that locker room before mm, yeah i hear in that yeah oh okay yeah. Yeah. factual is that is that to, wait i'm sorry is that factual or is that hearsay i i it's my opinion mm-hmm. okay we just got to be careful what we say broadcast is facts they on the do air. you they, know what i mean they do say bullying you know they, bullying is prominent <laughs> everywhere it seems right a lot of schools I, and that's I'm, just yeah, part but of the this culture. is a I'm whole new level of bullying you do not yeah. go from from zero to ninety. That's true. You, you know what I'm saying? Yep. This is not an isolated incident in that locker room. The parent and, that commented on the the news story that I saw says that they yeah. believe the bullying had been a, an issue, a long uh, long been an issue in the district. Okay, so again, is it because we're valuing and and giving like a little bit more leeway to the football team that allows this behavior to keep accelerating? I mean, I, I know I sound like an old school grandma, but yeah, I kind yeah. of feel like that's true. I, I I agree with that, but I would look at that entire district. Mm-hmm. Ah, because if they are turning a blind eye to the football team, I'm thinking that it's not just. It's a football team mm-hmm. because, I mean, come on. Yeah. And, Something and like this. We've and heard this. I, and I've read a, a bunch of articles and I I kind of know what happened there. And I have yeah. to agree with you. It yeah. is horrid. Yeah. Just horrific. Yeah. What happened. Yeah. And when it all comes out and it should. Um, and it I, should. I, I agree with Sandy about out. the, I, I agree with Sandy about the names because it's just like, it's unacceptable. You can't do that. And they we, knew it was wrong. If the victim's family is listening, we want you to know we are thinking about you and whatever you need, oh, whatever oh, we can do, yeah. tell us. We this, will because we yeah. are just they all can. of us that are thinking young about man, you. I hope gets all the help he he needs. He can, he, he, can, yeah. he needs, yeah. and then some. Yeah, this is going to to haunt him. Yeah, like Sandy said, and should the people that did it be haunted the rest of their lives too yeah they need to be haunted yeah yeah well let's see if but, the, you know what the law does but, and but we'll, we'll see. nobody can tell me that that those 26 young men whether they were in that video or not knew about it because there was other bullying that has gone on in that locker room yeah yeah. That was not on that. Well, video. then you're right. It's the school district. It's the coaches. It's the teachers. It's everybody involved. I mean, yeah. You, we, yeah. we're trusting. Exactly. Our, we're trusting to send our kids to school to be safe, not deal with this kind of stuff. Tough situation. Exactly. Tough situation all around. I, I see it from. I agree. I, yeah, I just see it from all these different angles, and it's it's very complex. Well, thanks for the call. It Appreciate is. it. Thank you. Okay, bye. Good morning, ninety nine to Buzz. Sandy, Sandy starts off warm, ends off cold, down to the forties by the end of the day. 
Uh, yeah, good morning. Hey, it's busy on Cena here. Are you uh, on your way to the polls? You going to vote be. before work? Middle of the day? After work? When are you going to vote? When, gonna when's vote. a good time where you don't have to wait in line? I... I don't think you're going to have to wait. I usually go midday. A lot of people did. I I saw, um, you know, I get all kinds of emails from press people all the time. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. The early voting numbers are like over 20,000 people voted like the early voting thing. Yeah, uh, this isn't one of those elections where you're going to wait in line, I don't think. Eh, But just to catch you up. Judges and stuff, right? That's probably the biggest one Mm -hmm. is the Monroe County Executive. And Abby Friedman Friedman has been saying it all all morning, Mm -hmm. um, who you can vote for. But Democratic incumbent Adam Bello or the challenger Republican candidate Marcusini. That's the big race Mm -hmm. that everybody's wondering about. Uh, Then there are judge races, you're right. Yeah. New York State Supreme Court family court judge Mm. but there's two proposals that you're gonna see and this is what gets me because the way they're written it's Mm. like what is it deceptive well they're always every time you like flip it in the bag and then say ask a question about a proposal i'm always confused i always have to read it a couple times yeah like wait do I want this or not? Like it's almost like I don't know. I feel like I'm in elementary school with one of those tricky math questions. Yeah, like it's a trick question or something. Yeah, yeah right. So the two proposals that you're going to vote on that okay. you'll see. One proposal will get rid of a a law that was set into place in the 1950s. Okay. That set lower borrowing limits for small city school districts than for all other school systems. So their budget was capped at a smaller amount if they were in a small city school district. Ah. So this proposal is saying, let's get rid of that. So if you approve it, if you check yes, then you're approving to give 57 districts more spending leeway for construction If they need, yeah, if they need, yeah, I see. Okay. Okay, so Mm -hmm. that's what you're voting on. The second referendum would extend... For another 10 years, a key exception to the debt limits for counties and municipalities. Mm. So if you say yes to this, mm-hmm. that means you're approving that there will be limits would continue to exclude bond debt taken out. I don't know what that means. Okay. Debt taken out uh, for costly sewer projects. Oh, well, we all need those. So debt limits, but then it excludes sewer projects. There's exceptions there. Okay. Gotcha. Okay, so those right. are the two things. Well, thank you. I don't know if I cleared it up for you. I not. had no idea. <laughs> I would have. I would have flipped it over and gone, "Oh, there's a couple. Let me see here." Do you? If you don't know, <clears throat> yeah. Do you answer? Do you check one or do you leave it blank? Oh, I I formed an opinion on both of those when you told me, so it's fine. No, when you when you first go in, like if I don't know about a candidate enough, mm-hmm. I leave it blank. There have been oh, times, really, that I'll just vote for one person that I know I want to win. And then I'll leave the rest blank. Why? Is it satisfying? No, it's because I'm not educated enough to make an opinion on the other whatever races are. Some people just vote red. Some people just vote blue. I know. That's not me. Vote blue no matter who. You're right. Everybody has their own way. Vote red till you're dead. My daughter, who's 19 now, Mm -hmm. so this will be her first election that she actually is thinking about voting for. And I go, you got to go vote. Yeah, I got to vote. This is going to be cool. Let's go together. This is awesome, right? Right. And some of you remember that day where you went for the first time with your kid and they could vote. Mm -hmm. And she goes, well, you know what? I don't think I'm going to go because I don't know anything about the candidates. I'm like, I'll tell you who to vote for. <laughs> I'll tell you who to and vote for. And then right for. after I said that, right after, I'm like, but you got to vote for so-and-so and so-and-so. And I go, oh, my God. 
I just did that. Probably what every parent does, and it is so wrong to do. It is, it is, but it isn't because like you're always raised that. Well, yeah, the first time you vote, it's you're voting for who your parents vote for. Right, you hear them talking about. Right, right, because their your opinion is formed in what your you know your surroundings. Right, I don't think you start to form your own opinion until you grow up and have a house. Mm. Right? When you're a kid and your parents are still paying for everything, eh, you're just voting based on, you know, whatever you're most likely to be influenced. You know what? I and did it's that. it's not really... And I know. I, you I know did, what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I did that with my kids. But then I'm like, it should not, I never did it again. And I just call them up now. I'm like, Guys, don't forget it's election day. You got to make sure you vote. One of them's like, oh, okay, maybe, then maybe. I'm not following anything. I'm not going to vote. Yeah, I'm like, then, ah. that's fine. Don't let them vote. That's fine. Don't vote that. Because <laughs> you don't want to vote the wrong way. What's and the again, wrong way? It's not until you're actually paying for things in life that I feel like you will give enough time to research. Otherwise, you're just voting for whoever influenced you. Whatever name sounds better. Right? <laughs> Right? Hey, they're Italian. I'll vote for them. Yeah. Like, that's what the, but you, that's the beauty of, of a free society. That is not good. I, it's not that good. That is not but, a beauty. But it all... It, that's bad. I know, but it's that's part of the freedom that we have. You I mean, know? That's not good. Then you're not voting on the right well, person. You're voting on the... But if the more people vote, the, wrong better, reasons. the better result we get, whether they uh, vote I don't right know or that's wrong. True. Well, what's the wrong reasons? What's the wrong vote? Is there a wrong vote? Yeah, there's a wrong vote. Is there? Yeah. Really? Yeah, the wrong vote is if you're just voting because, you know, you're eeny, meeny, miny, mo. That's the wrong vote. Hey, if there's anybody named Mo that's uh, running for anything, I'm going to vote for them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to close my eyes and just go like this with my pen. Whatever one it lands closest to. I'm always nervous because, like, I did it wrong, and you you put the thing in the machine, and it spits it back out. I'm like, oh, my God, did I screw up? Did I screw something up? Like, and I'm then the guys, worried. like, the little old ladies, like, oh, my God, at your age, you're 60-something. You should know how to do this by now. <laughs> I just want my sticker. Question is, uh, uh, you know, full-size candy bar Phil just called, and he wants to know, if you don't take a selfie with your I Voted sticker and post it to social media... I did you did that. you actually vote? Yeah, I don't do that. I don't. That, that <laughs> did just you screams vote? I'm a better person than you. When did you do you? that? Yeah. No. Yeah. That in my opinion, that screams I need validation. Well, That's you, like the same type of person who's like the, they they throw out their the the mushy gushy happy anniversary post. You it's latched like, okay. on the wrong part though. What, what, what if part? you took a selfie with the I voted sticker? Yeah. And or and you don't and if you don't post that, did you actually vote? <laughs> if a tree falls in the middle of the woods, I get what you're saying. Does it sh- make a sound? Okay. Oh, you, so you just wanted to say what you said and then have everybody just uh, laugh. No, uh-huh. I just got to. Well, just for that, I'm going to post a selfie with my "I voted today" sticker just for you. Oh yeah, because you always scream validation. All right, tomorrow on the show. I mean, we know you look for it. You want it. You look for it. Okay. Tomorrow on the show, Scott has signed his son up for something, mm-hmm. which I think is honorable. <laughs> it's unbelievable how you don't see how wrong this is. <laughs> yeah, I signed him up. Whatever, it's fine. Yeah, it's like okay, uh, okay. You'll love it. I don't. I don't know. What we'll put you on trial, jerk or justified tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Plus, we have a follow up 
remember uh, Lori, who was in on the air talking with Brandon T. Adams for our Spazano and Sandy's startup from Concept to Cash, and she was the one who found the teddy bear on the side of Ridge Road. Yes. And it, like, took off on social media. She's now writing a book Children's about book. teddy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She has a follow-up. Something really? big happened in her life. I don't know if it's cash cannon worthy big, but a big milestone happened. Oh, good. All right. That's she can't all fire off the cash cannon yet. Not but quite yet? Okay. No, cool. not quite yet, but we're going to have her on tomorrow to all talk right. about Great. The Sounds good. All right. Let's do this commercial-free 98 things coming up next on 98.9 The Buzz. Don't just listen at home or in the car. We sound great at work, too. The Breakfast Buzz with Spazano and Sandy on 98.9 The Buzz.